so what? <laughs> what exactly is this we're looking at here? That, that is a huge drop on yes, the graph. Yes, this is this is massive. I That's mean, the opposite of what Joe Biden's votes did on election night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, polar opposite. This here looks like bombs dropping, but it's actually Netflix stock. Dude, that's an actual cliff. Yeah, it is. It is. It's wow. a cliff. Yeah. They, they went over a cliff. And look, at there, there is zero signs of any sort of recovering from that. Mm-hmm. That is a 36.6% drop in Netflix stock. Right there. And so they're saying this costs them in the billions. <laughs> yeah, this says it is the biggest fall since 2004. That's what it says. Which, I, what are they saying? The co- like, I'm not educated on this issue. I'm not educated at all, in fact. Uh, back, back in 2004, Netflix was still sending DVDs to your house by mail. Yeah. They did do that, didn't they? Yeah, yeah that's how of, they started. Yeah, one of my best friends used to get that. I forgot about that because Blockbuster joined the, the game, too. And then we had Redbox. Is Redbox still around? Yes, I see those, actually. Okay. I saw one the other day because I was wondering that myself. The yeah. uh, So what is the causation for this mass exodus? <laughs> well, it, I mean, I don't, I don't know the exact cause on this, but it seems like whenever – Elon Musk starts typing anything on Twitter, everybody reacts, including the stock market. And that's kind of what was going on here from what I understand. Which I believe he made mention of the type of content they're creating. I know that's why I can tell you this. I don't have Netflix and I haven't for years because of their politics. And so, and I'll be forthcoming. Um, I'm going to guess this is around 2014. I was going through the menu on Netflix, and then there was, like, a gay section. And so I called the – and you remember this, yeah. Rex. Yeah, like, I, I called them, and I was like, dude, I want this off my TV, and I want it off now. I'm going to cancel. And the woman agreed with me that that it shouldn't – you know, I, I don't know why they're doing this, this, that, and the other. And so – and, dude, within minutes, it was gone from my menu. It wasn't available on my menu. Like, they, they deleted it. And uh, sometime later it was back, but when the Obamas – when they when it came out in the news that they were going to do a programming with the Obamas, who by the way they're out now, like they they took them they just recently took them off, but that's whenever I canceled it for good, and I never went back. And so, um, but I remember the cuties, this thing, which was more of what we're seeing now. That was like the little kids. Oh yeah, basically kitty porn, which I obviously didn't see it, but just, really. Well, yeah. it was like it was some weird. I mean, it it was it was along the same lines of like the grooming type yes. stuff. I mean, I and I'm the same as you. I saw some little clips. There was a, quite a few people that covered it when that came out. But even the, I mean, even the 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 picture that they showed was like these kids and these like little provocative looking. It, it, it was weird, man. Yeah. It, but if I'm not mistaken, it was about like the child modeling or something. Yeah, or like dancing or something like no. that. Yeah, it. And net Netflix loved it, but like I, I know like there was like uh like you were saying that there was dial. I, I watched discussion of like the even the camera angles, like how they're basically shooting straight up like a child's crotch, with you know, so, and pervert galore, you know perverts galore, watching. It's just, it's dude, it's soft core kitty porn is what it is. Gosh. So. What what 
No, I just what you're saying. No, I just listen to what you're saying. No, I mean it's true. true. That's that's what it is. That's what it was. But you know, I would attribute it to their politics, and that's the thing, man. Like everybody is so so sick of the things that are being foisted on us. Nobody agrees with it. It's for a minority of the population, and uh, I, that's. I'm going to go ahead and say that has a lot to do with it. People like the well, not only the program, the programming, just because. Isn't there a separation between Hollywood and Netflix? Like at the award shows, like, you know, they talk about Netflix almost as if they're the bad guy because they produce the, the, these, this content just for Netflix that really isn't involved with Hollywood necessarily. So, but uh, they do have big movies on there, shows and stuff like that. But all your programming and, and content creation is his move to this sick. And think about how, like, the pervert stuff came on somewhat slowly incrementally but like they slammed the gas pedal to the floor here the last two two to five years it started getting well i'd say two years started accelerating a lot faster with the pervert i mean full-fledged pervert stuff and really i mean think about like uh richard levine and like the perverts that are in governance now do when they took over i mean they went full pervert like border and yeah. like when like when people are saying talking about legalized pedophilia and stuff like that a lot of like when we're talking about the the stuff that we talked about with undercover mothers and stuff like that and I think I talk, I said this kind of thought process to you the other day when you're like abortion they refer to that as women's rights like they never call anything what it is and so and we'll get to more yeah, of this. I mean, that's which, and we're seeing that in Florida. The don't say gay bill. Yeah, yeah. They like, they they label everything yeah. something that's not, and like that's what all this sexualiz- sexualization of the children is. It's it's perversion. Yeah, it's not don't say gay. It's don't groom children. Yes, that are you know kindergarten through third grade. Yeah, or children in general. In my opinion, you don't need to be fooling with right. children at all or but, teaching them <clears throat> any kind of those weird perverse values. Something that I've noticed when I'm being an adult and arguing on the internet in comment sections with our podcast screen name, <laughs> like grownups do, is that it accomplishes a lot, don't it? You're, you're, do win- it, I, <laughs> See, you're, you're out there winning hearts and minds. I do it for the show. <laughs> it's true. I do. So anyway, the uh, no, I, I would say that some of our listenership is uh, has, has stemmed from that. But here's the thing, I've noticed like. They've tried to flip it around, like, and mock the use of, like, what, like, in fact, they're on our Instagram that you should check out. There's a a pretty good uh, screenshot on there I put from from the other day that you'll have to get on there and check it out. I couldn't do it justice, but it's really good. I thought, anyways, it made me laugh. But yeah, so Netflix is tanked. I wonder what's going to happen from here because they're going to tr- they're trying to restructure some things, yeah, and shed content, dude. Until you get rid of the perverts, like, which the thing is, man. When these people took, whoever is in charge of this, when they took it over and started putting gay stuff on the menu, this, that, and the other, like you went a direction that, for in my mind, you can't recover from. I'm, I'm out of the Netflix. I'll never, I will never pay Netflix a dime ever again in my life. Will you? No. No, me and Netflix, our business is done here. It's been done for a long time. Like you can't win me back. And again, you individually, but dude, there's plenty of people that think like me. I'm done. Yeah. So hopefully, it, hopefully it'll catch on with a lot of people, and it seems like it is because I was just kind of reading some stuff on on some of the stock trading forums and stuff, and that's what a lot of people say on there: go woke, go broke. Yeah, and and 
we've talked about that on here plenty of times, man. Vote with your wallet. The the best sound for this is the uh, sound of a closed wallet. How do you like that, Netflix? There you go. Yeah. Sweet. Is this a homeless person? Yeah, it is. Oh, no, it's not. That's Johnny Depp. Is that uh, yeah. Captain Sparrow? Yeah. Yeah. It, it looks just character? like a homeless person. I mean, he has all these yeah, tattoos. He, he, he has drugs. He's in a like drug-induced coma. What are those hats called that he's wearing? Wait. Who is this? Is this Hunter Biden? No, no, oh. that's, that's Johnny Depp. Uh, you know, dude, that's, he's, yeah, that's the guy that does all the drugs. So yeah, he's in he's in hot out. water for like beating his girlfriend or something or wife something beating somebody. Uh, it's all over the news. Yeah. Any female, not a male, of course, but yeah, beating up on women. Yeah, uh, abusing drugs. He said. He said he branding w- him as a wife beater. So yeah, yeah. He said uh, he wanted to assassinate Trump. Yeah, he did. He said Remember a lot that? of anti-Trump. Yeah, but the, so there's this article from 21 where he's talking about he's being canceled. And see, Cuomo tried this. A lot of these hardcore lefty wackos try to to spin around. Oh, you all are canceling me. No, dude, you guys are the king of this. Like you help foster this entire environment of which people don't have free speech, and you label people X, Y, and Z and bigots. Dude, this this is this guy, man. He, Which he's counter suing for defamation, I believe. Dude, is, he is can. That ca- right? Is he going to counter sue us? He can counter sue these. You know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, he's uh, like part of the part of the lawsuit. There, it had this this woman here, and and I'm not up on all this celebrity crap, you know. But she was submitting photo evidence of him like passed out on the couch in this drug-induced coma, and he had ice cream that was like that he had spilled everywhere, and <laughs> he was on the couch. Like It I sounds mean, a lot like Hunter Biden. Yeah, it does. And he had this laptop. Yep. And yeah. <laughs> Keep going. There was this kid. No, I'm kidding. Oh, About the laptop only. Yeah. Which, yeah. dude, the th- I, what I think is uh, the ultimate hilarious thing is, like, so scroll up just a little bit. Look at him there with the long hair. Like, it looks like Jack Sparrow-style makeup. And then there he's got it in a ponytail, which he's wearing a, a, a nice suit and tie in both. But you still look like an absolute cocaine, crack-addicted dirtbag. You can't look professional. Like, no. Like, a, lot of, a suit makes a lot of people look good. You definitely aren't one of them. I know, and it's like you hear about so many women just falling for this guy, talking about this guy. You know, it's like, my gosh. I mean, he looks like a just a homeless was, wreck. Was he on 21 Jump Street? I don't even know what that is. Christian Slater was on 20. That was like in the late 80s, early 90s. It was like that I never did watch detective it. show. I think I, maybe he was on. I'm trying to remember. I know that he was in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I don't know. I, you not know any of his other ones? I, have this, you ever seen the movie Blow? No. Blow. Blow, yes, I did see that. Blow was a good one. Yeah. And it's actually based on a true story. Yeah. Yes. And, and that, uh, Donnie Brasco, that was a good one. Yeah, and, and there was a lot of fringe benefits for him when he filmed that, I'm sure. But, yeah, probably. But Donnie Brasco, was, it's based on a true story, too. Uh, the Joe Pistone character that infiltrated the mob. Yeah. The extent of my film knowledge is Happy Gilmore, Dazed and Confused, <laughs> Wayne's World. That's All a, those movies suck. That's dude, whatever. Is this the uh, no? Just punched up your butt. <laughs> where's where's the bimbo that he that he beat up? 
Uh, I think this is her right here. Yeah, look for the woman with the black eye. Yeah, oh, or the big sunglasses. sunglasses. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. See how crappy he makes that suit look? Uh-huh. I think it's that white powder that's on the side of it. That's making get a haircut, dude. Yeah. Look at those stupid rings. See, that just, yeah. Yeah, that's that's classy. Uh-huh. He exudes class. Next. You are listening to Blue Collar Blacklisting Podcast. Oh, yeah. You can reach us at info at bcblpodcast.com. Our next show will be 42822. That's a Thursday. And you can call in 561-363-6060. Giggity pow pow. That's what I said. That's a screen name. He said he would call, but he got cold feet because he's a puss cake. <laughs> Look, when I argue on the internet, it gets pretty hairy. You already know what per- what kind of person you're dealing with when it says giggity. Pit stains, obesity, white t-shirt, horn rim glasses. Atheist. Uh, Apache, fi- yes, five o'clock shadow. Stringy, long, nasty, unkept hair. Coffee stains. Sticky fingers from eating donuts. Jogging shorts, mismatched socks, flip-flops. Crocs. I'm going Crocs. <laughs> That's, yes, thank you. Crocs, my bad. Because you can't wear socks and flip. Oh, yes, you can. He did. He does. So, yeah. If he calls, he's going to get raked over the coals. Yeah. Amazon buyer. <laughs> he's got Cheeto stains on his crotch. We've been doing this show, like, so long, and I think Amazon buyer was the first one to leave us a, one of our only bad reviews. You think we forgot? <laughs> Never forget, dude. It's not going to happen. Oh, man. Probably because y'all spray-painted his name on the wall in here. Amazon buyer. I wonder what all he buys from Amazon. Regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there. Algorithms, I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. Public has a right to know. That's the point that we're making, and we're dealing with a life or death issue here, and so everybody has a role to play in making sure there's accurate information. This beehole should be blacklisted, by the way. Um, so th- this Kevin McCarthy was accused of doing this. Then he released a statement and said, no, no, this is all not true. And then Rachel Maddow, of all people, had the recording. I didn't even know that she was still in media. <laughs> he, really she, whatever either. it is. Does, does, I don't know what his preferred pronouns are. I couldn't tell you. Mm. I was going to say, I, I honestly think, haven't heard anything from her in so long. I, I mean, literally. Are just, you sure shit's a biological just, female? Uh, no, but I'm sure that I forgot about her. <laughs> yeah, I w- well, see, I was going to say I think it's a biological female, but then again, I, I'm not sure that I know. She might be a 10-year-old boy. Looks like one. And a leaked recording of Kevin McCarthy on a call with Liz Cheney and other House Republicans, the minority leader told Cheney that he would co- counsel Trump to resign back in January of 2021. Back on January 10th of 2021, quote, I think impeachment resolutions will pass, and it would be my recommendation you should resign. McCarthy said he would tell Trump before further adding, quote, what he did is unacceptable. Nobody can defend that, and nobody should defend it. Liz Cheney had pressed McCarthy about whether Trump could possibly choose to resign on his own. 
quote, is there any chance? Are you hearing that he might resign? Is there any reason to think that that might happen? McCarthy then admitted that this was a topic he has had a few discussions about with others. My gut tells me no, he said. I'm seriously thinking of having that conversation with him tonight. Um, From what I know of him, I mean, you guys all know him too. Do you think he'd ever back away? But what I'm going to do is I'm going to call him. The minority leader then explained he would appeal to Trump's reason regarding an impeding impeachment resolution. Quote, this is what I think. We know it'll pass the House. I think there's a chance it'll pass the Senate even when he's gone. And I think there's a lot of ramifications for that. One such ramification would be that Trump could never hold federal office again. McCarthy also indicated that he believes Twitter and Facebook should delete the accounts of lawmakers who were reporting Trump's claims of a rigged election. That's the big... the. The, the kicker for me, and as a side note before I even, well, let me finish this first, but I'm going to reread that. McCarthy also indicated that he believed Twitter and Facebook should delete the accounts of lawmakers who were supporting Trump's claim of a rigged election. Quote, we can't put up with that, he said. Can't they take their Twitter accounts away too? This guy's an absolute dirt, which I, this is not new to me that he's a dirt bag, but see, this guy never expected that this would ever see the light of day. And this, so this is exactly what him and Liz Cheney are made up of. And they're also the ones pushing a lot of narratives in the media today, currently. You, and so if you can't trust these people and take their word at, at issues like this when, when they give you lip service about election fraud, given what the evidence that we've already seen, why would you trust them on anything else? They're not, you're not trustworthy. You're a terrible sack of crap. No, and you see the first place they go is to cancel yeah, I, what we absolutely. just talked about with Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. like you're you're trying to do this reverse cancel culture, play the victim type thing, but like there it is in black and white mm-hmm. that that's that's the card that you try to play to shut up any kind of opposing viewpoints. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, is to absolutely just yeah, and and that's why I say have, have said in the past, I I don't know, especially with his leadership. Oh, the Republicans are going to take the House back. Great with this feckless sack of dog crap as as the leader who will give you again lip service about what we'll be able to do for free speech. You'll talk about free speech, but it was convenient for you. You wanted to immediately shut it down because you are all thugs. You're not civil servants, and you're definitely not statesmen. You're scumbags. But Trump and him have already reconciled over this being released, which I'm not a fan of. But the fact McCarthy called Trump is what the reporters are saying. That means, like, they know that Trump's got a power grip on the party currently, but I I don't know. I, I think the 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 longer Trump is engaged with these people, the more which I mean Trump's a politician now. He's playing their game. He has to. And so I and I don't know. I could see it both ways. I could I could see an argument for DeSantis in twenty twenty four because of stuff like this. I'm tired of seeing stuff like this. I like Donald Trump. I'd like to see Donald Trump back in the presidency, but I'm tired of seeing um any, you know, fraternizing with this dirtbag, Lindsey Graham, Mitch, these people need to go. Like, it's it's long since past time for these people to go. The recording confirms a claim from the left and was documented in a soon-to-be-released book, This Will Not Pass, Trump-Biden, The Battle for America's Future. When the claims within the book broke early in the news, McCarthy's spokesman, Mark Bednar, refuted them, saying, McCarthy never said he'd called Trump to say he should resign. McCarthy himself called the claims about his conversations totally false when the New York Times reported on them earlier today. But with the audio now leaked, McCarthy's private words to Liz Cheney tell a far different story. There, uh, we could play that. Yeah, I hear it. Thanks, Kevin. Um, 
Ultimately, who, who was it that, that was the recipient of one bad decision after another and the allowance of the election fraud to continue? All of us look at the things that are occurring right now, and there's only there's only one place to lay blame, and it's the it's the weak ass Republican Party that you know Ron McDaniel being the chair of the RNC took all that money to quote unquote investigate election fraud, and bang, it disappeared, hundreds of thousands of dollars gone with the wind. That and so. But, I mean, you can't investigate it. You can't even talk about it. I mean, well, I mean, honestly, what, yeah. what do you what do you think is going to happen with that money? If you can't even speak about election fraud without these people openly trying to silence you, then, I mean, what, what are the chances of it actually being well, investigated? Well, the problem is what's apparent now, the people that are pretending to be on your side are the ones doing this assisting and silencing people, the president of the country. They wanted to silence him because it was because they felt, I'm assuming, it was inconvenient for the party. And, dude, all they cared about was moving on and retaining what power they could. They couldn't have cared less about what, what ramifications, like him talking about ramifications. He doesn't care about the ramifications towards Trump. Like, that was irrelevant. And, obviously, the ramifications on the American people, obviously. Dude, y'all care about the maintaining y'all's own power base. That's it. Well, did you pick up on the part where he said, uh, where he was talking about Pence pardoning? Mm-hmm. He didn't want to talk about any of that. But to me, even bringing that up acts like it's just a foregone conclusion that you're going to impeach Trump and he's going to be gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, is is that the way you took it, or I mean, am I, am yeah, I, but that they they would do that if that would have succeeded, he he wouldn't have been electable again. He he wouldn't, you know. With the way they had that done, like it would have, it would have uh, been an inhibition for his ability to be elected again in the future. Hence the reason they they pulled all this off. And dude, lest ye forget, and we can't to go back to the uh, revolver reports on Ray Epps and all the team of people that assisted in the uh, the the initial breach, moving barriers, coercing people, egging people on. That was. 
that was a planned effort. And they, they, well, they, they did a very good job at documenting that. So that works in conjunction with all this. That this, this none of this was just coincidental, the way it played out. And people can, and like, because information moves so fast and new things come up, X, Y, Z, we, you can't lose sight of that. There were so many factors to, to, to not only the way the election was stolen, but then turning, turning all the, the negativity and making it, all oh, this was Trump's fault. Like, and even, I don't, I'm trying not to ramble here, but when you go back, some of the footage that was initially available after the uh, immediately after the election that you were seeing you everybody knew something was wrong the math the numbers changing on the television uh the the polling would have been all wrong the stuff that the leadership in Pennsylvania was saying about it being impossible for Trump to win there yeah the, the spike videos. of votes in Pennsylvania in the middle of the night yeah and then the uh the the, the sewer you know the sewer bursting in Atlanta as Dude, they lied and, and, and covering, told covering the w- the windows in Michigan. Yes, and it was. And then you had in in uh, Detroit vans coming in in the middle of the night, unloading pallets full of ballots, being entered through a back, you know, bringing being brought in through a back door. The Gateway pundit had to pay tens of thousands of dollars to even get the footage. So then, obviously, the ballots being pulled out from under the tables in Atlanta. We all saw this, and you, the Republican Party chose to ignore all that. Oh, that's crazy talk. And so they labeled Donald Trump crazy for for mentioning those particular instances that we all saw. Y'all didn't want to address that. But see, now, like, you'll you'll use it as somewhat of a talking point in passing. But And so now it's left up to the people that we talk about, Dinesh DeSouza's films. They're the ones that have to go and do the work that y'all are too weak to do. Because, again, y'all are only interested in power. And so that being said, and I don't want to get on a big tirade about Ukraine, that being the case... Why wouldn't you, how and why could you trust this leadership of the Republican Party to be steering you anywhere in the right direction when you have people like Lindsey Graham talking about assassinating Vladimir Putin? You people are out of control. What, what, how could, because people still, there are certain people that still believe that narrative. This is the people driving it. Dude, I'm still, like I said before, when the Ukraine story broke, dude, I'm still stuck back here at November 3rd of 2020, 2020. Like, what, this has to, this, this is just horrible, but all that to say, Gateway Pundit 100% Fed Up released a new Dropbox video for Michigan from 2020 election from interview with Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips from True the Vote. So this is, just, and this, again, it's just like the ones we watched last week. And there's going to be so many more of these when this documentary comes out and more than what probably can, is contained within the documentary. They have to have loads of these. Yeah, and so th- this is... Uh, this is them. So that's Greg Phillips, uh, Jim Hoff from Gateway Pundit, and Catherine Engelbrecht talking about. So this is going to be a video of, and we will have a link to this in the description. Well, actually, you know what? They'll describe what you're seeing. So we the camera angle here is because uh, the ballot box is set up in a parking lot. It's actually behind it. So the people are th- that are going to use it, you're you're the camera has a direct shot face on. And so they're walking towards it, and then they're dropping and dropping it in the slot. So you've got to, you're you're looking at the back of the Dropbox. Okay, so, Patty, you want to describe that? Well, yeah. So this woman is uh, delivering a stack of ballots, and the person behind her rolls down the window and hands her a ballot to put in the ballot box with her stack. And then she goes back to her car with the stack of ballots again, 
And I think at that point she realized that the ballots were not signed. And so you're going to watch her sign each ballot in the, in the vehicle. <laughs> and she signs them and then puts them on the dashboard individually. First she searches for a pen and takes a second. But we've got this speeded up so you can see. But yeah. Can you, can you pause that? So she's signing. And, and when it slowed down, you can see. And what, one of the things is, is they're blurring her face. The, this woman's been identified. And, but that's how good the imagery is from the cameras. That, so she's back in her car. And they'll actually mention it. She's back there in her car. Because she had pulled her mask up and she'll pull it back up when she gets out of the car. She has no idea that camera can see that far or that it's within the scope of the camera's view. And so there she sits. When, and, and the only thing it makes me think of is the reports that the software inside those Dominion machines was set so that the, the signature verification bar was extremely low. Which obviously, no telling what she signed, but like they were letting scribbles basically pass. They weren't actually comparing, and there was there was little to no actual verification when all this is going on. This is how you wound up. This is how you wound up with those big spikes. This is one of the ways you wound up with. Could, I mean, could you imagine? And dude, I, I just I can't wait for this film to release, dude. But just seeing this stuff is infuriating, dude. This stuff just makes my freaking blood boil. But I won't interrupt again until this part's over. See the pen in her hand when she reaches up and puts the ballot on the dashboard each time. That is awesome. Yeah, so oh, she's that's man. it. You guys are yeah. you guys good. Find good. Find that's yeah. They, they did a great, great job. Fun. They did a great job finding this, and as you can yes. see, there it is, right there. And they did a close up with the camera. The footage is very clear. There she goes, right to the Dropbox. So, uh, mission accomplished. Unbelievable. Yeah. And what's interesting when the video is 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 a little bit slower in normal speed. You can see that she, as she's approaching the drop box, I think she realizes the camera's there, not knowing the camera's on her vehicle the whole time, and she pulls her mask up as she goes to put the ballots in the drop box. Can you pause but that one? So you, the I didn't realize the footage that Gateway Pundit paid for of the TCF Center in Detroit where I said they were dropping off those boxes. Have y'all seen that before? No. Okay. So, yeah, we'll, we'll check it out, too. I, I didn't know. Oh, we'll look at that next. I didn't realize there was as many in here. So we've got one multiples. more clip. Patty, do you want to set that one up? That's the stack. Uh, the, the man in the black wow. shoes who was uh, very busy that day. This is election day. I, I believe it might be the day before. And he's wearing gloves. But uh, Patty, you you have. Yeah. So he was um, first confronted by one of the, um, the team members that was watching the Detroit Office of Elections and several ballot drop boxes. They had teams of people that were watching the drop boxes. Um, and uh, so he was confronted. He was carrying a stack of, of blank ballots out of the Department of Elections. And he was standing by the curb. And one of the people um, that was working in this team asked him where he was going with them. And he got nervous and said that he was delivering them to one of the satellite locations that was about seven miles away. And when they asked what, how, why he was delivering blank ballots that were not in a container, he um, said he'd been doing it all day. That was his fifth trip. And then um, he got nervous and started to walk away and they asked him where he was going. He said he was gonna walk there, which was seven miles away. And then the video that Jim just showed is about seven or nine minutes after they saw this man that said he was walking seven miles to the next um, satellite district. And then here is the footage from the back of the TCF center. February of 2021, and this is inside the TCF center. Now, the local media um, 
said that uh, this never happened. Patty actually called me on November 4th. She was inside the TCF, and she said, Jim, you won't believe it. I, I just heard that a van dropped off boxes of ballots uh, in the middle of the night, and uh, she was working inside the TCF that morning. So we put in a request to get this video. It took months, and uh, we got this at Gateway Pundit. We put this up on a you know, on our site. We tweeted about it, and that's when we uh, lost our Twitter account, by the way. Um, by putting up this video. Um, there's a lead car, uh, an escort car that comes in. You can see here um, each time he hands something to the people inside and then the, this, uh, this van drives in uh, and they actually came in twice. Now we had local media, one of the top reporters there, I'm not gonna mention his name. Uh, he said that this never happened. Uh, he was there all night, there was no fraud, nothing happened. So now we have the video of that. What's interesting about this, though, and that's why we included it today, is, for one, it'd be wonderful to have some ping data on who these people are driving the escort car, because we found out later this escort car was from I was just uh, thinking a, a, a Pennsylvania license. So it's a rental car, we believe. Um, and uh, uh, But what we found from Patty's group, the Michigan group, is um, they counted the, the drop box ballots the last couple days, and um, there was only about uh, 1,400 um, in, in the area that were dropped off the past, the, the last two days, the ones that they counted. They've um, actually watched every drop box and counted the ballots for every single person that dropped a ballot in um, in Detroit. So they counted the ballots, and that's and, about and the number that they came up with, around 1,340. Yeah, 1,300, 1,400. And then... Um, yeah, disgusting. I don't... So... Just for scale, for everybody that hasn't seen this video. Because you looked you look shocked when you saw that. Yeah, the, the gentleman that we saw in the video clip before this, mm -hmm. he had a stack of ballots that, I mean, what would you say? What's, it looked it's probably about, six inches thick. It looked like three reams of paper to me. Yeah. 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 That, That's I, what I, would, I was going by. Like the reams that are like 500 pages. It yeah. looked like three of those. Yeah. So... And and that's I mean obviously that's, he put that's, them down to adjust his pants they were that heavy yeah so and that's quite a bit like that's <laughs> that's quite a few ballots like I mean that so but at the TCF center just then they had a cart like what you would use at Lowe's to carry yes. lumber yes that was stacked four feet high and probably five feet long. That was multiple trips to that one vehicle. So they made multiple trips with that cart to that one vehicle in that singular stop. It made multiple stops. And one of the, when he was talking about the local reporter saying this never happened, to, to best my recollection, dude, we're talking, this was between 3 and 5 a.m. in the morning that, that, that they were doing this. And so, and what, what do you think that is? So as you're looking at it there... That the guy that opens the door to let them in exchanges when the first car pulls up before the van. Like obviously they're paying them off. Yeah. They're being paid, and all these. And then and you're going to see that when this movie comes out. Some of these people were getting paid. I mean, great. Like right here, you can see it. It's a it's a oh, still yeah. clip. This but, so but it's you, paused, and this thing's on a cart, but this is stacked to this guy's belly button. Yeah, if you're. I'd say it's it's to the the yeah give or That's take a diaphragm yeah exactly and so in fact that stacked up by his diaphragm but the other one is to his collarbone behind it that's number one number two they're notice that the van is still it's still half full that's what I'm saying they mold multiple yeah. trips and multiple stops and so and and that's that's one of the things with, you know with Michigan they could do this in these big and, and same with uh, Philadelphia the same with Pittsburgh same with Atlanta. 
So Fulton County, Gwinnett, Gwinnett uh, County in Georgia, Wisconsin, they did all, and, and so in Wisconsin, it would have been the same thing, larger counties. That's how they did, that's how they pulled this off. And those are the size of like 50 pound feed bags. Yes, I mean, that, yeah. that it's a lot. Like, dude, you couldn't, I wouldn't even know how to quantify that. It looks like way, plenty to assist in throwing the leg. When they're saying there's no widespread fraud and you're seeing, and of course, the, this has never been explained away. The leftist media is never going to explain this. It can't be explained away. This is absolute, unequivocal, total fraud hidden in the dead of the night with money exchanging. This is exactly what it looks like. Very dirty. Which is, it, does anybody not believe that Detroit is rife with corruption at all levels, in every aspect of everything that occurs in Detroit is rife with corruption. This is no different. Which is, and here's one of the things that I've I've contended all along because I think President Trump was very popular. I think he was a very popular president. I think he had a very big following, and I think that he would have won if it if all things were fair. I think he would have won by a Reagan landslide. Absolutely, in 2020, I, I, I agree. 100%. And and after looking at this. It, it kind of just bolsters my argument. If you had to bring in pallets of 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 fake ballots, I mean, to beat this guy, yeah, they did. I mean, and it, they still it, will. Yeah, and th- and that's what they're doing. I mean, this is yeah, and they're not done. This will not stop. And that's just I like mean, this is more than these people can carry. They loaded it onto a cart because, <laughs> and like you said, this van. Because it's one of those like the Ford that's a that's transit. a full size transit. Yeah. yeah, that's not the small one. That's the that's the no, a small one does come later. That's the full size with the high roof on it. You can sell, but yeah, they're they're not done, and that's why people have to get involved. No matter where you're at in the United States of America, that's listening to this, you have to get involved. People like this. There's only one way this stuff is averted, and it's if everybody that's an America first American gets involved. Yeah, and honestly, if if. If you get involved to the point where even if you're just a poll watcher, yes, or if you're this security guard that can't be paid off, this yes. doesn't happen. I, I would I would think that, but then again, like and look, I agree. But the thing with the suppression is a problem, and that's yes. when a lot of people are talking. Oh, nothing's going to happen. It's because of the suppression. How how do you how how do you work around media suppression? I, I don't have an answer for that right now, but that doesn't mean that you allow this to happen. This cannot be allowed to continue. So when you when you think about all the things that we discuss at every level from like the things that we talked about last week with the CRT and the perversion, th- this can all be mitigated and eventually stop. But it, it, if this continues, that stuff is only going to get exponentially worse with time. And it's it's an absolute takeover. The people behind all those things that we talk about are communists. They're, they're Marxists. This is how they. This is how they get. Because, dude, people still. America is not ready. Does not want any of that. It's a rejection. That this is indicative of that. We can't allow this to continue. And, uh, but when you have to dial it back to the reason I wanted to play this one specifically today, Kevin McCarthy. We don't have time for that. We don't need that. We don't want to talk. The, the the people that are talking about election fraud, the elected politicians that are talking about election fraud, we need to censor them. We need to remove their right to free speech because it's inconvenient for our structure of power. That is the problem. The Republican Party is tarnished. It's tainted. It's dead. It's terrible. It's ran by scumbags that want to cover this up. They're complicit. Which is the true threat to democracy that we keep hearing about mm-hmm. on the news. Yes. I mean, they're, they're trying to... I mean. 
a threat to democracy that they're trying to cancel out your vote. And they're trying to cancel out your free speech to even talk about said vote. It's it, the Republican Party is in need of dire change for the survival of our country. And that's the thing. It's not enough to win the midterms. It's just not. America first candidates, dude, people like Ron DeSantis and, and the things that just have transpired this week that he's doing to fight. And we'll, we'll get to that in a minute, but it, it has to stop. And so that's just my latest ploy to get people, hey, dude, something's got to be done. <laughs> but, so, And you wouldn't wind up with this this week and the adults are back in charge. This, I mean, listen, listen I... Don't know. I, well, you know what? I can't add anything to this. I would just mess it all up. Like, I don't want to spoil a good thing. This just, ladies and gentlemen, have a seat. Make sure you're sitting down. It's, it's going to be, it's a lot to take in. It's only 18 seconds, but it's a lot of information. And if you don't have a PhD or a bachelor's degree, this might not make sense to you because you're just that dumb. Roll it. Space is exciting, it spurs our imaginations, and it forces us to ask big questions. Space, it affects us all, and it connects us all. She's talking to members of the Space Force, by the way. Oh, it's not a kindergarten class? I wonder how the space is affected by the significance of the passage of time, because time oh. and space are the <laughs> continuum, you know what I mean? And I only know that from Star Trek, which is way better than Star Wars. <clears throat> but here we go. <laughs> I don't uh, want to, and I wish that was true, but it's just not. I, you know, I hear she's a fan of Star Wars. And no, she's a Trekkie. No, dude, I know th- that's what you weirdos call yourselves. I know you walk around with your little <laughs> elf ears, <laughs> and, you, and you've got your glasses that, like, with the one lens that goes all the way across, like that one. Hey, little... listen, that's that is uh, Levar Burton. Yeah, nobody cares from Reading Rainbow. Have some respect. <laughs> is this under the adults are back in charge? Sort of. Hey, I'm just going with the uh, with the flow here. Oh, one thing I did want to say about brain surgeon Harris is. Uh, her chief of staff is leaving, and that makes the 13th high-profile staffer to vacate in a year and a half, which Lucky is Lucky number 13. Yeah, and what's good, too, How though... How many speechwriters has she been through? I mean, would would you guess? Because do they keep getting worse? I mean, they keep going down the stack of resumes, well, one of and the it things, seems like they're, I don't think they're her at the spe- bottom now. I don't know that her speechwriters are, are, like, really bad or anything. It's her inability... Because she's such a, uh, uh, I'll spell it in case there's young kids listening. She's such a T-W-A-T that, uh, is that okay? Okay. So that uh, she just doesn't have the, ab- the ability to communicate. Not, not. I mean, I wouldn't say effectively. I, she's just a, a, like, she's just a terrible, mean-spirited, what, yeah, that. <laughs> so... Um, I actually so, saw. So she, basically, she read uh, the Cat in the Hat. She would sound the same way. Like, yeah. I saw uh, over this past week. I saw another. Uh, I was listening to another another commentator that was doing. You know, he was talking about uh, Kamala, and and I. He's been listening to this show. I know he has because he took a page out of our book because he was asking. 
Is she high? Yes, she is. <laughs> I was like, man, I think I've heard that before because I believe she's a complete pillhead. Yeah, and, I, and I we, guarantee you she's and, a pillhead. And we've talked about it before. So I feel certain that that guy, he's been listening to our show and a very prominent guy. And we'll have him on the show if he wants. Yes. Um, just call in. You know who you are. Um, but, I mean, he, yeah, he's he's definitely been... Are you, he, I, I it's, I, it's a disturbing picture. I wanted to get yeah. to later. It's it's very hard to concentrate. That's why he was doing it. We'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, no, there was something a big story from this week that in in the mainstream media that we had touched on a week or two ago. I don't even remember what it was now. But we're always on the cutting edge. Everybody knows it. That's why they listen. Yeah, that that's true. Time after time. That's right. This is blue collar blacklisted podcast. So what were you saying about the guy that, that's going to come on our show? No, I'm just saying he's he's a he's a very good commentator. He does his own podcast, and uh, apparently he's been listening to ours and taking notes. Good. He just figured out that Kamala Who is it? completely high. Who is it? Michael Knowles. Oh yeah, that guy. He said I'll sign his titty <laughs> for him, dude. Yeah, I do really like that guy. Yeah, I, he's sharp. I very rarely disagree with that guy. Yeah, he's sharp. Um, let me tell you who else is sharp. I got bad news along with Netflix. And, and I, again, pardon me if we've talked about this before because I know we have. Because, we're like I said, we're, we're riding the front edge of the wave. <clears throat> this is the thing about CNN+. Plus. It was doomed from the onset. CNN's already tanking hard. They don't have, like, all the perverts have, well, no, I take that back. You will have to edit that or not. <laughs> <laughs> because there's, that's all there's left is perverts. A lot of the perverts are gone. Some of the big-name perverts are gone, so that leaves all the other lower-level perverts because there's no not-perverted people that work Just at CNN. Just the ones that haven't been caught yet. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> CNN Plus is about to close down. They announced that. I thought I had a story about Hold it. Hold on. <gasps> yes, everybody <laughs> is shocked. Oh, okay. Let me do this. Because bring, bring me the toxic the toxic one first, hey, and so then we, we'll get to this. We're going out of order? Yeah, that was my fault. That's okay, though. Yeah, this is on Breitbart. So if your programming doesn't suck enough, like your regular programming doesn't suck enough, and people aren't watching it enough, what you should do was is offer them exclusive programming on a streaming service behind a paywall. Yeah, dude, they just want to jump into the streaming game like everybody else. Can you really blame them, dude? They just wanted to get in on that action. We're gonna start a streaming service. We've actually <laughs> been offered that through. See? Boom, roasted. We have. I guarantee you, we do better. Than CNN Plus. How do you spell her name? Or maybe spell. Well, it's pronounce right there. her name. It's How do you pronounce her name? Right out. I got into Kamala's pills. Okay. <laughs> A little pilly today. She'll. Okay, listen. I'm saying Jamil. Nope, it's Jimmy Lee. <laughs> Jimmy Lee. There you Jimmy go. Jimmy Lee Hill, which is that really, really mean, angry black woman from ESPN, fails at ESPN and CNN. What's Mm. Less than a month. This is Breitbart again. Less than a month after its launch, CNN Plus is being shut down by annoyed network executives. However, failure is not a stranger for one of its putative stars, Jimmy Lee Hill. <laughs> Hill has been very, the, I'm sorry. Hill has been the very personification of failing upward since debuting on the national scene with ESPN as a columnist in 2006. She quickly began racking up suspensions, her first in 2008, when she tried to insert Adolf Hitler and racism into a column about the Boston Celtics. 
Wow. From that time on, Hill began pushing the envelope more every year. With her notoriety as the wind at her back, Hill moved on to a podcast in which she routinely spoke about racism in sports, and she eventually hosted Sports Center with Michael Smith in 2017. Who's Michael Smith? I don't know. A constant stream of suspensions came. She was suspended for calling President Trump a white supremacist, from which she never backed down and then suspended again for stoking her growing social justice profile against ESPN's orders. Soon after that, ESPN bought her out of her contract. The truth is, for all her high noise ratio, Hill's ratings on ESPN were always a bust. Indeed, SportsCenter's ratings only took days to soar after Hill was ejected from the host's seat. After ESPN... That's because people are racist. Well... White people. Nobody else. After ESPN cut her in 2018, Hill found a soft landing at the left-wing publication The Atlantic, where she became the magazine's social justice writer. It isn't exactly clear that her contributions have added any value to the publication, but she certainly ended up apologizing again and again. And there's links to that, but we're not going to bother with it. What's a social justice writer? A writer of social justice issues. Is that... I'm that, just going to say that you come up with stories and say that everything's racist. Right. So like a, like yeah. That's pretty much it. Yes, okay. absolutely. 100% perfect so, description. Anyway, back to racism. <laughs> yeah, nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> and this week in racism. Along, well, here's a little bit of a description. Along the way, Hill became increasingly strident, angry, and vicious in her pronunciations about racism. She claims that was not pronunciations. How do you say that? That's pronun- Yeah, that's pronunciations. Yep. All day long. I don't understand it in that context. About the racism she claims is endemic across the nation. To name a few examples, in 2019, she alluded to the assassination, I'm sorry, to assassination during Trump's State of the Union speech. In 2020, she said all Trump voters were racists. Interesting. In 2021, she said the national anthem is white supremacist and should be cut from sports. Also in 2021, she called the NFL... You guessed it. Racist. Racist. For blackballing national anthem protester Colin Kaepernick, who, by the way, is begging to get back in the NFL on his podcast. He's got a podcast. Does he? Get Sit in the corner, idiot. I saw this week that he said that he would be back up for someone. Yeah, but then he, eventually is, he wants is, to be a starter, he says. Well, and like, and I haven't watched football in years, but that thing is like, yeah, of course you want to be a backup, idiot. Nobody wants you. <laughs> you want to be a back? I'd like to be a backup in the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you've got no talent. You were no good. Like, you sucked as a, st- as a starter, and you suck as a backup. You just like you just suck. Yeah, your claim to fame was calling everything racist and kneeling. Of course you want to be a backup. Everybody would like to be a backup quarterback and make that money for sitting on the sideline. Whoa, 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 whoa. He said he would start as a backup, but then he wants to be a— You don't a- start as a backup. A backup's a backup. <laughs> Well, you sit on the bench as a backup. Yeah, but then he wants to be a starter after that. He's, he said he'll do it for a while, but then he's got to get back and they get put me in, coach. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. But I don't know that that decision is necessarily up to up to him, is it? No. Well, exactly. well, whoa, whoa, whoa. It is if he calls them racist and they, you know. Well, he will. And they and they buckle to the pressure. There'll be more of his nonsense. There'll be more of the kneeling. Nobody Absolutely. liked it. The NFL's ratings tanked. Like, that mm-hmm. guy's toxic. I, Which I, I wouldn't I, like, dude. I didn't never watch the NFL, and but I like I know the ratings are, are going back up. I wouldn't watch the NFL after that debacle, like no. because they and they got like the verbiage, the BLM stuff on the helmets or something in the end zone. Like, nah, man, I'm out, dude. Like, I'm. Mm-mm. Well, just in case you were wondering, the racist NFL. Seventy mm-hmm. percent of the NFL players are black. That seems a little racist. 
Yeah. Seems racist to me. Yeah, that's not very diverse. Like, like I thought diversity guy, was our strength. And that's a thing. Like he called the NFL racist. He called it. He, I think he actually compared it to being on a plantation. He did. And that's weird. You want back on the plantation. He does. Because it turns out the plantation pays really good, you idiot. (laughs) Oh, wow. Shocker. It's not a plantation. Knock on the door. Can I I come back into the plantation, please? Plantation pay pay pretty well. And the plantation called (laughs) and said you can go screw yourself. I'll play backup. Yeah, Yeah, dude. Hey, go down the road to a different plantation. The XF. I don't know. Get out of here. Scram. Beat it. Idiot. Bye. I know production increased when you left, you freaking <laughs> my Felicia. <laughs> there you go. Kick rocks, dude. I, that uh, anywho. Yeah, he's he's toxic. So <laughs> that's that's enough about that queer. <laughs> Jimmy Lee also said this year, she said black women should be encouraged by Will Smith's act of violence during the twenty twenty two Oscars. We're not gonna revisit that. <laughs> Wait, black women should be encouraged. Okay. That all right. He was standing up for her honor. Yeah. So to be in an open relationship. So that's a little bit about CNN plus closing down. And one of the, the, you know, their uh, stars or whatever you would call it. So back to Valerie Biden. This so Chris Wallace was like I th- the hub centric to the whole CNN plus thing. He left Fox news to do this and talked a lot of crap <laughs> about Fox. Like, yeah. <laughs> And listen, I, I this is real, so I want people to pay attention. If you're listening to work, stop what you're doing and listen to what I'm telling you. I do not know how this happened to CNN+. Plus. <laughs> I am confused because I want you to pay attention and listen to this hard-hitting interview <laughs> with Joe Biden's sister by Chris Wallace. How can this man be out of a job, people? Because Chris Wallace has always been... A really objective journalist. Absolutely, dude. I mean... This, totally not biased. And, and, dude, this is the subject matter. Dude, this is rich. This is good stuff that people need to know from this person that's totally not a kooky weirdo. So let's hit it. I think he got those jobs on his own in Ukraine and China, and it had nothing to do with who his dad was. I think Hunter, I know that Hunter is a very bright young man. I know that he's a Yale Law School graduate. He was on several of the, the, the world, wait, I might get this wrong, the world, the board for world hunger or something close like that. Uh, and that he's been in, and he ran business, was involved in many businesses. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Hunter is a Biden. You can't, he can't run, that's his name. And he is, uh, he's a smart and capable and honorable and good young man. Can we break this down for like the next hour? (laughs) First of all, did you get into his stash? First of all, Hunter is a Biden. That's his name. (laughs) Hard-hitting, dude. He was on the board for something about hunger and smoking crack. Well, look, that was hard-hitting, right? I mean, you... You you just pretty much got an informational gut punch, right? Check this out. Dude, if you thought that was good, here she, com- here she comes with a left hook, dude. Body, body, head. When he, when he was vice president, they, he, they gave him a code name. And uh, he, uh, he said, talk to Valerie about it. And the Secret Service guy came to me and said, you know, code name, ma'am, it has to start with a K. I said, a K? You want my me to give my brother a code name that starts with a K? I said, I don't think so. 
I only the only one I know is King, and Can I sure hell I'm not going to give him the name King. It, 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 this is it, I just thought of this. I, this is not pre-planned. Kid sniffer, boom, roasted, done. Code name, <laughs> code name achieved. <laughs> Continuing. And, and Chris Wallace and, is so happy. Uh, this went back and forth in the bureaucracy. I wanted C. We finally got it. It was a bureaucratic battle, and uh, and at the end of it, I. Joe got the name that we wanted, and I said to them, well, now I, I have my code name, too, knowing that I don't get a code name. It's only the immediate family. And the agent was very serious. He said, ma'am, you don't get a code name. And I said, I, I know, but if I did, don't you think, I was thinking, like, celestial spirit? And he looked at me, and then a smile came, and he said, uh, ma'am, we do have a code name for you. It's hurricane, and when we see you coming, we see category one, two, three, four, or five. So uh, they considered me a force of nature, and I took it as a compliment. It's fun. I mean, I'm, I'm and definitely that's the kind of content we're getting on CNN. That Plus. is CNN Plus, dude. How are they going out of business? I don't understand it. That. Oh, and so here's this creepy picture that Buford was trying to distract us with. Would you like? Who would like to describe that? I can't do it. I, I just can't. We can put a link to that. that. That's a weird embrace with your dad, <laughs> Buford. I mean, anybody who wants to describe that—that's Joe Biden kissing Hunter. Hunter trying to look like—is that? I don't. Yeah. I don't, you remember like back in the nineties when they were doing glamour shots. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly. They'd, they'd put like a feather boa around you and then like kind of blur the image. You probably had them done. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like is that what is that the way your glamour yeah. shots look? Yes, yes, it is. It is. I've got to imagine that. But it wasn't is, with my dad. That's the difference. <laughs> was it with your mom? No. It was with grandpa. <laughs> so... <laughs> That, I think this was this was probably taken around about in the same time period because no 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 this is new because look at Joe Biden like his his head shrank it looks more peanutty from the side and plus like how gossamer his hair is like he <laughs> didn't look like, like dude a, he didn't look like this in 2016 this is a new picture you think so yes this is post teeth like yeah yeah that's after so they just brought the teeth. glamour shots back yeah so this I, was like a new retro look. Well, look yeah, at that. That's, belt. His, that's his new belt. That's what I was zooming in on earlier. But yeah, th this is part of the Jimmy Kimmel reconstruction of Hunter Biden's image. This is probably in that same time period. But notice the right hand, which is on the you know uh, on the far side of the shot. The his right Joe's right hand is around Hunter the back of Hunter's neck. Isn't that weird? That uh, extra that extra element of creep as he's kissing him passionately with his eyes closed. And Hunter's looking at the camera. This is just the weirdest thing, especially we consider the letter. I think this is one of those ploys to make it, like with Jimmy Kimmel, to make them look more relatable. Mm -hmm. And to people that have no idea what relatable is, they're like, maybe we should do this photo. And then, because this is what normal people do, right? They're always trying to do things like this, yes. Yeah, so this is... <laughs> They're always so, trying to find out what regular people so they, do. Yeah, they were like, the regular people, they, they kiss their dad all weird I like don't this, think right? I've ever seen a father and son kiss like this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is how out of touch they are because yeah. they don't know what relatable looks like. Because Hunter Biden's wearing a belt that he got off of an Indian reservation. And that's exactly what I was thinking, Indian reservation. 
Yeah. Yeah, he went to the Cherokee Nation. He got that. And commissioned someone to make him a belt. He got belt that from Pocahontas of, herself. Out of beads. And, like, I I don't even know if it's a belt. I think he's wearing, like, a he's wearing like a dress. That's a strip of a teepee. Yeah, it's a dress with a collar, <clears throat> and the belt just kind of cuts it off in the middle just to let you know where the waist is at. Well, so um, I don't know why this wasn't in the lineup because I wanted to, to, to uh, tap this in right after it. This is on the nationalpulse.com. Uh, and this was off the laptop from hell. And so this would, you know, I don't know when this picture was taken. It was sometime in this. Well, this would have been after the election steal here. Because I think it, the uh, Biden actually has a presidential seal on his shirt. But look how frail his old body is. <clears throat> Hunter Biden, the son, the, the son of the president of the United States. That's debatable. Penned a dis- despairing letter to his father just days before Donald J. Trump took office as the 45th president of the United States as Biden received the Presidential Medal of Freedom and declined, in Hunter's words, to properly credit his family for his life's works. Here it is in full. Y'all ready for this? This is uh, <laughs> totally not dysfunctional. Dad, you have to listen. Then you can do whatever you want. I'll make it the last time, and you can ignore it, or I hope at least acknowledge that the three people on earth who have lived their lives in service to you, who love you more than the next 30 combined, have suddenly all concluded for their own reasons that you have finally crossed the line. That we won't be publicly and privately humiliated while those that publicly and privately humiliate us are held to... For somebody that, that passed the bar and all the things that his aunt just said that he was, this guy can't spell Yale. worth nothing, yeah, dude. he's a Yale graduate. Oh, yeah, <laughs> surely. And he's the smartest guy that Joe knows. That is true. Held to the world as the loves of your life, the life of your. Okay. Love is an action, Dad, not an emotion. Think how your brother and sister express their love for you. They do anything you tell them to do, and they have their whole lives. You act as if I have no right to tell you about what you did or didn't have or haven't done with your siblings. Well, that's just absurd. Yeah, I agree. What was the... You want to hear that sentence again? Yes, can we go over that last sentence one more time? Definitely. You act as if I have no right... You act as if I have no right to tell you about what you did or didn't have or haven't done with your siblings. Well, that's just absurd. It gets better. What? Uncle Jimmy. Uh, I mean, do you want to hear <laughs> Uncle Jimmy or are you you're ready to cut in here? It's, all, it's fine by me. I don't care. I'm trying to contain myself. I don't. I, that's one of those things. Like, do you really want to know what what have you done with your siblings? I, dude, I, I could. They were like, it, it was another ploy to be relatable. Siblings, oh, do, yeah, the, siblings yeah. do this, right? Yeah, they definitely. I, I, I'm going to have to agree. Uncle Jimmy is my best friend, and Aunt Val is my mother. Th- this is going to get real weird. Aunt Val is the, la- the, the brain surgeon we just listened to, by the way. <laughs> and if you make me ever feel like saying that is somehow betrayal, then know this every time over the last 30 years you say, quote, she saved our lives with Aunt Val standing right next and never mention her, I feel like grabbing the mic and saying she may have saved his life, but Bo and I were pretty happy with Mom Mom and Aunt Val. 
You're going to love this one. Rex, oh, you, you thought that was bad? Mom, mom. It gets better. And he uses that again in a minute, so that was not a typo. That wasn't a typo. Loosing, that's right, loosing. Mommy was more... This this is the Yale graduate that was getting paid big money on this Ukrainian energy company's board. <clears throat> Loosing mommy was more like expect it might be to be born without legs. You should know something really, really important isn't there, but don't quite know why it feels so incredibly absent when you can't remember its presence. Like, that's so deep. You're so deep. Mommy. Dude, you... I'm going to just go ahead and say this because I'm thinking it. I'm sorry. Uh, 30-some-odd-year-old, 40-year-old men have no business using the term mommy. That reeks of a sick, weird chomo to me. Yeah. That I is, only know one other adult-age male, yes. and you know him too. Yeah, and he lived in his mother's basement. Yes. And he was a weirdo that had cats. And he had a code name. Cat man. Did he? Yeah. What was it? Woo! <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was his code, <laughs> code name. Code name. Woo! That is a damn good code name. <laughs> and when you learn to walk and get... Oh, you have it. When you learn to walk and get bionic legs and a set of wings, Mom Mom and Aunt Val saved my life, Dad. They saved Bo's life, Dad. You saved our lives. I understand the lie serves your purpose, Dad, but to make two boys who had the three greatest mothers God could conceive taken from them that they had to buy into it or they would be betraying you is pretty awful because this is a really big run-on sentence here. Yale stuff we wouldn't understand. (laughs) Because that is not choice. We would ever even let sit in our minds a moment. That's an act of love, Dad, and the greatest act of love is that your sister never once, even in the slightest way, would allow us to believe that it must be be torture to be written out of greatest love story ever told. Dude, can anybody even guess what this, which I know one, one thing that is apparent to me. Is this family's got a love story. It seems to me you're talking about some kind of a corrupt endeavor, which I mean, obviously they, that you know that that. I think he was exists. high listening to a song when he was writing this letter. Yeah, he was listening to like Pink Floyd. But but even it's still, though, there's balls. there's obviously semblances of some some things that are true to him. So when he's talking about this lie and stuff like that and people being subservient to Joe Biden, it's obvious to me, it, well, it seems obvious to me at least anyway, that they're talking about the family's corruption, their racket, their racketeering. Anybody follow me on this or am yeah. I? Yeah. I mean, it's obviously that this family is steeped in absolute corruption. Like, yeah. I'm, honestly, I'm so lost in this legal talk. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> this legal this, jargon. This, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm completely lost in the legal talk. This is something I would I would have to take to my lawyer, have him look over, and then, you know, write in layman's have terms. Have him translate <laughs> it for you. Yes. Yeah. Can you please break down this legal talk for me? Because I just don't understand this jargon. Yeah, you're gonna have. Yeah. You can't go to your town. You're gonna have to go to the the metropolis down the way there. Yeah, you're gonna have to break down yeah. this this Latin you're, for you're, me. You're gonna have to take this on into Atlanta, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you ain't gonna get that done in your hometown. No, sir. In in uh, I don't know, whatever Macon. Where? Yeah, you live in Macon. You're gonna have to go to Atlanta. Yeah, you're gonna have to get yeah on down at Marietta. <laughs> Do you? Do you who has done more for me, been more loyal, and is actual embodiment of your line? If you did, I, I don't know how much time we should spend on this. I did not realize it was this long. Do you who has done? I think done, we have seventeen more tabs. Uncle Jimmy is the only person I've ever known by a factor of ten. 
that has never asked first. I have seen him take punch after punch in the face from every drowning family member he has saved. And when the crowd of gawkers gather around and say, wow, that was so brave, so selfless, he without exception says, what do you mean? That was my brother who, not me. Well, where did you get the broken nose and black eye? And the whole family says, well, you know, Jim, he's reckless and he's a hothead. He leaps before he looks. He's a lovable tornado. How do you let that stand? Because it... Because it, there is one hero in this story that deserves the Medal of Honor for throwing himself on the grenade. It's my uncle, and it's like Groundhog Day, no matter how hard he's try, he tries to rewrite history, the story, each time he puts himself back together again, and it's the same ending. There's a grenade in the living room on Christmas Eve, and the whole family gathers around and postures and pontificates or hides under the couch or pushes someone in front of them, and there's Uncle Jim missing both legs in a wheelchair with one eye, and maybe not until I've seen him do it a hundred times before he says, come on, guys, at least help me out with my chair, and this time, please don't make No, 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 at least heat me out. (laughs) (laughs) Come on now, say it right. It is, it's true. Heat me out of my chair, and this time, please don't make me drive myself to the, the hospital Get me a cab and I'll pay you back. So, Dad, on arguably the most rewarding day in your career, you failed to even say, and I want publicly thank the heart and soul of this family, the, and that's the end of the letter. So, let me go back here. Um, I agree. It's got to be something about corruption. Oh, well, I mean, well when he's saying that, that the because we know that the uncle was tied up in, in, in a lot of the stuff via the, the Bobolinsky guy and the emails. And so, when he's saying that, Basically, this dude is the is the um, fall guy. He's the one taking the brunt of the frenzy as far as like the the corrupt endeavors. I'm sure. Like, I, I obviously I'm just guessing, but I think it, it's at least a slightly educated guess given what the Bidens are actually. No, oh, he's a Biden. Yes, that means he's a complete bag of crap. So, yay for you. And that's a, that's a long way to go off of CNN Plus, but we're here anyway. Speaking of Republican dirtbag, feckless pieces of poo, John Kasich admits he cried after 2016 lost to Trump. And so this is actually going to be filed under the same thing as using the words mommy, something a man should never do. Mom, mom. Which is worse, mom, mom, or mommy? Dude, mom, mom's pretty creepy. (laughs) Mom, mom. Former Ohio Governor John Kasich admitted in a recent podcast that sucks compared to this one that he cried following his loss to then-candidate Donald Trump in the 2016 Republican presidential primary. If I find any of our listeners are listening to the John Kasich podcast, (laughs) you're done. Oh, you're out. Quote, I was really hoping that we would block Trump and then people would come to their senses, Kasich said on the Kasich and Klepper podcast. You know it. And listen, I shouldn't have said that. Don't go listen to it. I might go listen to it just to see how crappy it is. Well, you know you'll hear grown men crying on there. That's a good point. According to the Columbus Dispatch, but when it was over, we got off the plane, I I went behind this building, and I cried. I had one cry. Then I went to my daughter's school, and that was really hard, and then they had gotten wind of it, and they came out and gave me a big hug. And I cried again. But then it was over, and it was a wonderful experience. What part what? of that paragraph should no man ever say? What constitutes one cry? Like, is it, I mean, honestly, is it like one tear or is it one little sob, one whimper? I, I think it might like, have been like, 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 and then you're done? Like, what? Well, no, I mean, I don't think you break it down to like a single heave. Like, like you know, back that. I had one little. <laughs> no, I think, I no, I imagine he went, like, as it says, it says he went to, a, like, I went behind a building into an alley. 
is what he did. So this guy goes out for, hey, good for you that you went out of view of other people, puss cake. Because that's what you should have done. Which, well, no, wait. No, you should have kept your mouth shut. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. Like, if you, if I, you, yeah, I'll tell you what. I cried one time just to see what it was like. And then I punched myself right in the nuts and told myself to man up. Like, and it never happened again. <laughs> well, didn't like it much. If you're going to cry, don't tell anybody. You know what I mean? Ever. Yes. So do it alone in the dark. But don't refer to <laughs> it. Door shut. And that, that's the thing, though, too. I think that the reason he quantified that it was one was because it was more than like, no, like, like, one. Like, he was trying to run in. Like, I, I had one cry. Okay. That, you're like a fat person. I only had one candy bar. <laughs> I just had one donut. No, you one, didn't. One donut. It, it's a one dozen donuts. but it, <laughs> You only had one where the other six go. You look kind of healthy. You're looking. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, if you want to hear toxic masculinity, like this is where it's at. He had one cry. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about his one cry. Though. <laughs> I just thought it was beautiful, dude. He cried when Trump got elected, and that, yeah. Oh wait, <laughs> speaking of cry, we're already at the end of this. We're, we're right here. Yeah, it's, it's time. Here's some people that are really in touch with their feelings. Yes, yeah. I'm ready to get this party started, dude. It's time. Let's do it. He's excited. That guy's very excited. And that's a that's a rainbow Mickey Mouse on his shirt. Yeah. And that guy's not young either. That dude's probably 50, by the way. I just misgendered it. <laughs> that's a dude. Look at the arms. Yeah. Of course I, it's a dude. Look at the hair under his arms. Yeah. That's what I was telling Good you. Point. For this, this guy's more <laughs> feminine than my wife. Yeah. It, he drinks seltzers. <laughs> The way his he hip is kicked, his hip yeah. is kicked over that far. This guy would get hammered off one Zima. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for this week in idiot cross-dressing, so confused moron, pervert, Democrat nut job, wackos. Listen, dude, these idiot cross-rising confused more perfect Democrat nutjob wackos in Florida and everywhere else are very, very angry because how dare anybody resist their urge, well, not really urge, their onslaught to uh, groom kids. Yeah. I mean, this guy, you you want this guy right here grooming your kid, right? You, I mean, he's a school teacher, right? Well, he looks happy at least. He's a fag. That is that is the, the definition of a sachet. And that's a still picture. I know he's sacheting. Yes. Yeah, because no yeah. human being's hip could be that kicked that far out in relation to their spine. If their spine is perpendicular to the ground, how is your hip parallel with the ground? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's it's a it's a sachet mixed with a skip. His spine must be shaped like Jay to be able to, to be you know I mean, in that position contorted to that degree. Oh, look how happy the the guy with the with the big belly is behind him. <clears throat> just ah, oh, he's just tickled to death. This he's sashaying so hard his butt cheeks are touching the back of his head. <laughs> it's terrible. It's frightening. He's a contortionist. <clears throat> this is on Breitbart again. What's the headline on this? I've just got to say, if you wear white pants. With rainbow stripe. 
I don't care if they got the rainbow stripe or not. You, you can't wear white pants. You Before Labor Day or ever. after Labor Day? If you're a man, not not a male, if you're a man, no white pants ever. Do you own white pants? No. I own blue jeans and dickies. That's the only pants I have. I have one pair of dress pants. Armani. <laughs> <laughs> Radical left goes bonkers after Florida votes to eliminate woke Disney special tax district. And the, and the governor signed off on that just a little while ago. So that's awesome. The radical left on Thursday went bonkers after the Florida legislature voted to eliminate woke Disney special tax district. Governor Ron DeSantis proposed terminating Disney's 1967 Reedy Creek Improvement District because the entertainment company pursued anti-family transgender programming for young children. The Reedy Creek Improvement District is a 50-year-old special statute that shields Disney from massive amounts of tax obligations and regulations. The statute allows Disney to essentially self-govern. It should be noted, Disney employs 38 lobbyists in Florida and has a stronghold on state Democrats and establishment Republicans. After the House successfully voted to end the district, the radical left immediately took to Twitter to voice their anger over the legislative initiative. Huffington Post writer Ann Branoff stated Disney should uproot its 25,000-acre theme park and com- complex in Florida and move it elsewhere. Sounds good to me as long as they don't come here. And they were allowed to protest on Twitter yeah, because they're on the right side. Of oh, the- sure. This is what passes for governance in Florida. Disney should move out and take those jobs with them. Cool. I agree. <laughs> Bye. I, I bet if they did, somebody would uh, go in there and make one heck of a housing development. Hmm. It'd be cool if some non-perverts just bought it and made it a theme park that didn't want to molest kids. And maybe they could do some background checks on their employees so their empl- their employees also didn't participate in human human trafficking. Therefore, they wouldn't get busted in the national news for trafficking children. That would be great. And bought their cruise ships and didn't do that to children. What, yeah. is, yes. what is Disney stock done? I was just wondering is the it, same thing. Yeah, I was kind of wondering if that, because, you know, well, they seems got, like I heard it. it Took a dive. Too. I mean, while CNN is shutting down, <clears throat> maybe Disney Plus can too. Yes, is it a Disney Plus? Yes, there is a Disney CNN Plus and Disney Plus. So is Plus just denote that it's a streaming service? No, I think uh, Plus is just to denote that you're in line with pedophilia. Oh, it's only down nine percent. <clears throat> That's not enough. No. So there will never be a blue collar blacklisted podcast Plus. Mm-mm. <clears throat> Ashton, we call it <clears throat> extra. <laughs> hey, and these shows are extra long. We call them extras. <laughs> you get mo. Ashton Pittman, Mississippi Free Press writer, said the termination moved forward because Disney dared to criticize the state's hateful law attacking LGBTQ kids. Florida Republicans just passed a bill to punish Walt Disney World because the company dared criticize their openly hateful law. Right. Our listeners already know what the, what the score is on that, so we don't have to rehash it. How in the world do people think that we're going forward with that? With with the whole movement, how are we? Well, look at forward? this. Look what? at look at Rachel B- Bikecoffer, however you pronounce this idiotic name. <laughs> look at her face. The, the same description that I always use because it's accurate: pale, horn rims, stupid looking, receding hairline for a woman. Like, dude, you got a gargantuan forehead. In fact, twenty five thousand acre theme park, they could build it on your forehead. <laughs> Political branding strategist. Ukrainian flag and her little. Oh yeah, of thing. course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I support the current thing. Rachel, whatever that last name, who hosts a Ukrainian flag in her Twitter bio, said the Republicans' initiative is just about showing they've got you by the balls. Disney, Delta, if you have a lot of infrastructure laid down in the red state, Republicans want you to know they've got you by the balls. Nobody's trying to touch any balls but you perverts. Dude, you got it. 
Rosanna Arquette, an activist who states racism is terrorism, said Democrats should register more voters to change the law. Republicans overtook Democrats in voter registration for the first time in the history of Florida in the last few months. Quote, there are very... There are many beautiful human beings in Florida that are organizing and registering voters that will bring humanity to their state. The USA Singers, which stands with democracy and opposes, quote, fascism, said that Republicans want to cancel Disney, Sesame Street, Mr. Potato Head, football, baseball, basketball, NASCAR, democracy, free and fair elections, Chicago, Fargo, Wellgo, Minnesota, Sarasota, Toronto, Buffalo. <laughs> I've been everywhere, man. So, Yeah. Republicans want to cancel free and fair elections. Re- conservatives want to cancel NASCAR. Really? No. Y- you guys want to pervert it so bad and make it a mockery of what any of those things once were. Mr. Potato Head? Yeah, you wanted to turn it into like a transgender thing. So, yes, w- I yes, I agree. I would like to cancel your version of Mr. Potato Head to make it go back and revert to the original Mr. Potato Head would be great. The same with all these things you just mentioned. Yes, yeah. we would like to cancel your version of those things. And what you think democracy is, we would like to cancel that too. Because the thing is, too, you actually hate democracy. And the one reason you can illustrate this and I believe I've talked about it on here before, but Proposition 8 in the state of California where gay marriage was put up to popular vote not once but twice and voted down by the population of California. It was, dude, it didn't even come close to winning. They rejected gay marriage in arguably the gayest state in the union. That was democracy. You guys went judge shopping, overturn it, boom, marriage is legal now. But don't pretend that it was popular because it wasn't. It lost a popular vote two times. Not to mention, in 2008... Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton both campaigned on traditional marriage. They didn't, oh, we support civil unions until they found it politically politically convenient to not do that. <clears throat> All these people are so full of crap. Judd, Judd, dude, who has a name like these? Dude, what, it's no wonder these people are wackos. <laughs> Legum, who writes popular information, is dedicated to accountability for journalism, and the Republicans are abusing power. Florida Republicans control the House, Senate, and governorship. Go, I thought you liked democracy. They <laughs> Okay. Florida Republicans are punishing Disney for being very belatedly opposing the don't say gay bill. It's a brazen abuse of power that sends the message that anyone who objects to their political agenda will be subject to retribution. Really? That's rich. These people are so obtuse and so disconnected. So how does that compare to saying something about Oh, a stolen election, election. Yeah, if you, you say know? anything about election fraud or a stolen election, then you yeah. get your accounts deleted. Yeah, yeah. Facebook, it's, Instagram, Twitter. Hence we the reason, and that's the Republicans that yeah. want it off of there. Yeah. yeah, which and that's the the very reason that freedom of speech, because obviously the the amendments confined within the Constitution are enumerated in order of, of importance. Free speech and freedom of religion being number one. That's what it was for a reason. Free speech is crucial. To have a free society, you have to have it. It's imperative. You're free to say all these things. Dude, I love it. Say them so I can know what you... Good, let's talk. Let's talk about it. Let's have a rational conversation. But no, oh, I disagree with you. Boom, shut them down. Because the truth, when when allowed to be told, will, will grow. Because it's the truth. And the truth, as they say, ultimately wins. If not suppressed, our ideas are good. Yours are bad. So, and we're going to get into... I'm not trying to extend this super long, but uh, Jen Saki will be up here in just a minute due with some of her nonsense in relation to this because by virtue of you calling this a don't say gay bill, that's dishonesty, and you know it's dishonest. This is meant to fool, fool low-information people on an emotional basis, 
And that's what they do. They appeal to emotion, which is fickle and irrational. That's what emotion... Oh, you're, you're being emotional right now. Stop being emotional. Like When you're like John Kasich and crying in an alley like an idiot, you're being an emotional idiot. So, and again, that's what they appeal to, the idiocy of these people's fickle emotions. None of that's rational. None of that's truthful. None of that's based in reality. This isn't a don't say gay bill. This is saying we're not going to teach kids from kindergarten to third grade anything about sex or any of this gender nonsense. And then you have the argument from the left. Oh, yeah, we've heard them last week. They're, they're old enough to talk about this. Yeah, yeah, we need, we need to talk. We, we can, they can understand this because X, Y, and Z, and this kid chose at this age, at, at three years old, that th- literally last week, three years old, they knew they were a tranny. Okay, right. That's rational to you perverts. That, that, that's how far you've gone with this, is that this three-year-old knows that it was this biological male knows at three years old that it's actually a female and and the thing is like you're not secure enough in saying that if a if a three-year-old says if a three-year-old boy says that i'm a girl daddy i'm a girl no you're not right i mean yeah this is this is the epitome of (laughs) lunacy you're, you're not a girl just like you're not an airplane or a fire truck yes or a unicorn you're not any of those things you are a boy. Yeah. And what's the thing? There's no absolute truths with these people. Like, it's got to be this weird... I don't even know what to describe it as. It's, it's nonsense. It's hogwash. It just... Everything's whatever. Like, it, anything can be anything with you morons. Except you, things that are real, you can't talk about. Things that are demonstrable truth, we don't talk about that. And if you do, we'll shut you down. You can't say the sky is blue. You can't say water's wet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it's that if stupid. Live, yeah, if you want to live and breathe and exist within the confines of reality, you racist yeah, bigot. Yeah. Because they're trying <laughs> you to... live in this little box where men have men parts <laughs> and women, they have female parts and babies. Bigots. <laughs> yes. I mean... It's true. <laughs> Oh, wait, this is, I forgot, too, this is more. Dude, <laughs> like I said, body, body, head, dude. If this is a boxing match, dude, Chris Wallace is killing it, dude. Absolute kill. He's knocking them out left and right with this. Look, and look at his studio they've created oh, they for went this D-bag. That's exactly what I was just looking at. They went all out. Look at his desk. It's like two inches thick worth of. It, it's shaped like a guitar pick. Yeah, it kind of is. But his little desk there. Yeah. You think that's glass? You think that's like resin? I don't know. Yeah. It looks glass. Kind of looks like from the 90s or something. Yeah. With that gold. and Don't parents have a right to have concern? I mean, we're talking specifically here about teaching about sex in kindergarten through third grade. I have to say, as a parent, I would have problems with that. But the law is not about teaching sex education. It's about teaching about gender identity. And so what, what do you do if a parent or a kid, should I say a kid in one of these elementary schools, says, what about Sally? Sally has two moms. Or I'm not sure if I'm a girl or a boy. I mean, these are kids who are experiencing, um, you know, these moments in their lives. I also think that these are not, there's not a big record of there being either sex education or extensive gender identity education in these schools. And this is creating a problem or a political cudgel about an issue that I don't think exists. No. 
this is not creating a problem. You have created the problem. This was not a problem when I was in school. Mm-hmm. Oh, that this was all kinds of tap dancing, silly. Yes. Uh, this, I mean, double speak. How how many times did you talk about your gender identity when you were in school? This is trumped up nonsense that mm-hmm. you people have pushed on children to confuse and contort things that are reality, things that are real and tangible, things that you can touch. And they're actually science, by the way. Yes. Real science. and Basic, old science. Science that doesn't change. Correct. And, yeah, this isn't the ever-moving goalpost of the COVID nonsense that that was changing, you know, constantly. This is is real science. Oh, yeah. And you people have twisted and contorted and and tried to force your nonsensical views onto a child. Yeah, and yet she's the victim, uh, and they're the victim. Um, which one of the things she 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 corrected herself? She said uh, a parent may ask. I'm sorry, not a parent, a kid. So uh, about you know, I don't know if I'm a boy or a girl. So the way she worded that, it becomes the responsibility of the quote-unquote educator to help the child determine whether they're a boy or a girl. And I can't believe we're at a point that, that, that the leading administration of the United States of America, their, their figurehead and their... their um, does the bulk of the speaking, the majority of the speaking for this administration is, is talking like this. It's This is pure insanity. Which she does the typical, <clears throat> to differentiate between sex and gender. Right. But, but, but this, this isn't about explain, sex education. This is about gender identity. Yeah. It's and, a, yeah. But, and, and in reality, they're the same. Well, partially, yes and no. Yeah, because you're going to, which, yeah, you're not going to talk about standard sex education that males reproduce with females X, Y, and Z and talk about uh, the anatomy, which is not appropriate at that age level, number one. You want, like you said, to confuse them and talk about pervert, stru- pervert stuff. May- Dude, you you screw their mind all up so they're, they're more... Perce- grooming is what it is. Yeah, this it, is not something they would learn and, on their own. And so to just to, to make sure that we're... Because I saw a, a clip with Charlie Kirk where one of the, he was speaking. He's like, oh, don't use any of the, the buzzwords. So I'm not loosely and generically using the, the, the term groomer because it's become popular all of a sudden. But to groom a child, to make them more susceptible to, to molestation is what it is. And that's what this is, dude. So when you start to look statistically at the amount of people that identify as homosexual that were molested as children, that number is pretty high. And so... Dude, it's it's easy to affect the younger people with this this uh, vulnerable stage with this sicko nonsense, and we've seen the people like libs of TikTok that the, were you is like a gold mine, a treasure treasure trove of compi- a compilation of the the weak and idiot, basically what we cover. <clears throat> That's a gold mine for us, and so now you've got. They're trying to, or they did dox the lady behind that. What did she do? Dude, she she disseminated the information that y'all think is so great. Why are you mad at this lady? Yeah, For, she took she took videos that yeah. people uploaded right. voluntarily that they took of themselves because these lives are always taken and put them videos. all in one spot. Yes, and she she put the like videos that you voluntarily uploaded yourself, mm-hmm. and then 
you know, like you said, you put it in one spot for our viewing pleasure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the things is, though, once those started to get disseminated, people started losing their jobs. Some of those perverts, especially the woman that wanted her, the kids to uh, pledge to the gay flag and several others lost their jobs. Y'all uploaded it. Libs of TikTok disseminated it because it because here's the reality: nobody knows who you are. You wouldn't have gotten any views had it had it not been for them. And then they gave you what you wanted. And that's you, the thing: you're welcome. You got views. <laughs> there you go, dude. You, you wanted the views. You wanted the dopamine hit that, that yeah. comes when when people hit the like button. Yeah, and if you don't believe you got it, if you don't believe that, it was indicative by their behavior with their stupid speech pattern and like the little edits and the cutesy laughing covering them. I put that flag right there. And guess what? You yeah, you got your views, but now you got no job. And that's your fault. <laughs> so I just, because, no. Anyway. But yeah, the, sick. It gets better. We got more Jen Saki. She cries. This is a political wedge issue and an attempt to win a culture war. And they're doing that in a way that is harsh and cruel uh, to a community of kids, especially. I'm, I'm like going to get, emo- uh, I'm going to get emotional about this issue because I just, it's horrible. But, uh, but you know, it's, it's like kids who are bullied and just like all these leaders are, are taking steps to hurt them and hurt their lives and hurt their families. And you look at some of these laws in these states and it is going after parents who are in loving relationships who have kids. It's completely outrageous. Sorry. I, I'm just, this is an issue that makes me completely crazy, but it is an issue that is a political wedge issue. It is not a reflection of where the country is. That issue is not what made her crazy. Bitch, you've been crazy for a long time. Yeah. Number one. Number two, I'm confused. So I, I've, I was all up in public school. I have no idea what you're talking about as far as... So you come along with this stuff. It is com- So like we talked about earlier, the last few years... You've ramped up this made-up garbage and fused it into the education system. Florida goes to extract it, and all of a sudden, people's lives are being wrecked. And if someone had the perception, a child had the perception that their life was being wrecked, it's because you infused that into their belief system. Because when I was in school, this wasn't a thing. People had regular problems to deal with that this, I don't, it just makes zero sense. No. And and she said that people are bullying these kids, and you are we are hurting kids, which the evidence is completely to the contrary. Yes, because of the the statistic of the suicide rate of transgender kids mm-hmm. of quote unquote transgender, which tra- we all know transgender is not a thing. That's mm-hmm. that's complete bogey. It's cross dressers, but the suicide rate among cross dressers cross dressers is through the roof. By bolstering this kind of behavior, you are indeed hurting children. You are like these children are more likely to hurt themselves. You can't play into this delusion, right? Uh, but I think it's so much more than just bolstering at this point. Like you're fabricating, you're you're coercing and forcing and encouraging. Uh, and, and now, because when we had the uh, the uh, representative from uh, Undercover Mothers on a few weeks ago, and I was talking about someone we both know who sent their child to a private school. That private school is put now pushing this nonsense. I'm, I'm recounting the story to another old coworker. He said, Oh yeah, my, my niece, or I'm sorry, my nephew rather goes to that school last year. They tried to convince him he needed a sex change. It's like, dude, are you serious? 
She's like, absolutely, I'm serious. Yeah, he's kind of a feminine. He has a light voice, and they they pull him into into the uh, office and say, "Hey, do you do you think that you might be transgender?" Trying to push the, the school said that absolutely the school. I and wonder which authority figure at the school. I'm said sure that. it was the DEI officer. I would guarantee it. How did this person's they they his story was that they approached the student without the student asking. Yeah, so the student went back and told their parents. Parents, yes. So what the parents say about that? I didn't get that far into the conversation with him. Obviously, if, they didn't like it, and he's been removed from the school. I wonder if we get the parents on. Possibly, I'll ask him. Yeah. Cool. I wonder if we can get the parents on with undercover mother on the show simultaneously. I'll see what I can do. If, the, right. if you think that would be a compelling conversation. I think it would. But, yeah, but the fact that she would be uh, emotional over this that is meaningless. That That's you. Like, you. And none of what you're saying is real. This isn't affecting you, your family, your children. It's complete BS. And number, not to mention, if you don't like Florida's laws, get the hell out of Florida. Go to California. Go back to New York. Go back where you came from. Easy. Easy stuff. Dude, there's a reason... I'm not in California or New York or Boston, I w- and I would never would be. Oregon, Washington State, there's a reason. Because they're hardcore Democrat leftist wackos. I, I think I'll stay here. I'm good. And the problem is, you fools go, like what they're doing in Texas, trying to t- to alter Texas. Go back where you, if you don't like it here, go where you came from. But see, they don't, they don't want, and that's the mistake that current conservatives made a long time ago. These people never intended to live and let live. The intention always is to browbeat you into submission, subversion tactics to make you bend to their will. So, and that's it. Like what Jen Psaki is saying, you can't have your right to choose what's right for your children and your state and your governance. What we say goes, and this is attacking kids. You're killing families and hurting children. That's, no, none of that's even real. This is hyperbolic nonsense. So, Oh, she's she's emotional and crying means nothing. Means absolutely nothing. And again, you're appealing to the echo chamber that that you exist in. Nobody with a brain buys any of the things you're selling. You can cry about it until the cow comes home. Just like, in fact, you could find John Kasich and y'all could cry it out and have one good cry <laughs> together. Yeah, and I saw on the where it said, "Would anybody be interested in the tourist dollars? You know, if it move Disney World outside of Florida, but." I mean, don't California already have a Disneyland or something? Yes. And look at how many people are moving out of California in droves. Disney World's not going anywhere. All their infrastructure exists there. And again, y'all did this to yourselves. You can't continually do this. But And again, no comment on, on the molestation that occurred on their ship. They covered it up. They sent the guy out of the country to, to avoid legal ramifications against him and themselves. Dude, how many times have they, they, they've been caught with employees that have been molesting children and trafficking children? What what have y'all done about that? What have you changed about the process of which you vet your employees? You haven't because you're all a bunch of freaking perverts. It's Disney, dude. And the thing is, Disney could fold today, and I would shed exactly zero tears. Well, you know what? Hold up. I might have one good cry, to be honest with you. I don't know why. I just wanted to talk about having one good cry. (laughs) I might. Probably because it would interfere with, you know, our idiot cross-dressing, confused, moron, pervert, Democrat, nut job. Wacko! That's exactly, that that, that is what would happen. That is why. I mean, think about how much it would cut out of that. It's true. And we've got, uh, we've got one more, and we'll just let this, uh, this is a uh, teacher in Louisiana and leftist. 
lo and behold, they're mad. I liked what this woman had to say. If schools are allowed to teach gender identity to elementary children, then I, as a elementary educator, should also have the freedom to teach them about how God was not confused when he designed them. I should be able to teach them about Jesus and how God created them, a boy or a girl, on purpose and for a purpose. If you have the freedom to teach my child that they might be confused about their gender, then I should also have the liberty to teach your child that God did not make a mistake when he created them. I think it's time we even out the playing ground. Her kids got a little unruly there at the end. But no, I mean, dude, who can, <laughs> who can argue is, with that? Yeah, and ultimately, I want to teach your kid that there's only one way to salvation. It's via the conduit of Jesus Christ. More so than basic biology, you're being deprived of salvation. I mean, if, if you want to take all the pretenses down and break it down to a reality, that has everything to do with this. Yeah. It's satanic in its origins. It is. And which, for one, yes, there are children in the background when she's saying that. And they're probably her biological children yes. that yeah. she had yeah. through a heterosexual relationship. And so look at what some of the, the uh, vitriol against this woman is. I wouldn't feel safe with this a re- religious extremist being alone with, all day with my kids. Really? Some that, someone that would, would talk about teaching biblical principles. Tell me exactly what biblical principles that Jesus Christ lived by that are going to be bad for your children versus com- altering their, their mental state with sexual debauchery. Which one of the words that she said that 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 I liked that she put a lot of emphasis on was God created you a boy or a girl and created you that way for a purpose. Yes. You have a purpose. Absolutely. Like in whatever it is, no matter what you are, if you're a boy or a girl, you do have a purpose in this world. And to 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 find that purpose, to have purpose, to have a meaning for your life, like that's that's Man, that that is something. Instead mm-hmm. of having confusion, sure. Instead of having instead of having your mind clouded and twisted and contorted, to have a purpose, to have meaning, to have focus, to have clarity. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I mean, that, reproduction that, is is one of the the things that's hub centric to to purpose and responsibility in life overall. Everybody knows this that has a brain, but not further purpose in life is is deprived again and. People may disagree. I, I, there's not a, a, a whole lot of uh, Christian context to our show with any regularity, but that's what the truth is. The ultimate truth is that's where you derive, in my in my opinion, in my life experience, that's where you dr- derive purpose from. And this is the opposite of all of that. And that's not that's not happenstance. That's not a coincidence. That's on purpose. Period. I agree with everything she said. Maybe we'll have her on the show if she'll come on. That would be great. I was just trying to see what they're saying. They're trying to contact the school and trying to get her fired and all that stuff, of course. Yeah. Fire the woman for speaking the truth, and that's that's it, dude. And if you talk about the ultimate truth of Jesus Christ, oh, yeah, you better believe you're going to be canceled. That's too true for radio. No, you can't sing about it. They'll show you the door. Because Nashville ain't got any balls anymore. Cast you aside, hope you'll tuck tail and leave. But you ain't ever met an old boy quite like me. 
Well, I'd rather be real than put on a fake show, but that's too true for radio.